Hi, this is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, and this is the really Telling It Like It Is program. I welcome you today. Uh, share this with your friends, your family, your enemies, your co-workers, anybody that wants to rise above where they are, anyone that wants to understand more about the kingdom of God and being prosperity. It's time that we cease to work for stuff and to allow what's in us to work, uh, to, to work, to bring it to us, bring it out of us. You see, because I've been going through and um, uh, the word prosperity and God has given me this anagram of the word. And I did, I did the P last month and I'm doing the R now. And that R stands for response, response in your righteousness, response in obedience, response to the word of God, response. How are we going to respond to who it is that he says that we are? All right. How did I get to the point of saying that I am prosperity? Well, I realized something and I, I really believe that the spirit of the Lord revealed this to me. As he was showing me that this, God is not looking for prosperity and God does not have prosperity. Prosperity means mentally, emotionally, psychologically, physically, financially. It means power. It means authority. It means being able to operate without uh, the need of others and being able to do what it is that Jesus did. This is a real example of prosperity. Jesus, uh, people were with him, 5,000 people, 7,000 people, whatever the number of people were, plus men, uh, children and, and, and wives and women and all of this other stuff. And he said to his disciples, Let's, uh, uh, feed, uh, you feed those people. Let these people eat. They've been with us a while. They need to eat. They could not see because of where it is. They were looking in the earth realm for it. They looked for it and they said, I'm not enough. I don't have enough. Read the scriptures and you'll be able to see it. I am not enough and I don't have enough. And Jesus said, I am enough and I am more than enough. What's the difference? The earth realm looks at it as what do I need to do in order to get it? Jesus's realm, our realm should be Listen, how do I release it? It's already in me. So how am I able to release it? As I connect my earthly being with my heavenly being, then I release through my earthly being what was not seen previously into what needs to be seen and what needs to be helped, what needs to be eaten, what needs to be used. And this is where it is. This is the reason that this is so important in this area. It is so important if we are to release the power, the authority, the finances, the if we're ever to get to riches and honor and wealth, we have to realize who we are. We are prosperity. Jesus walked in that authority. That's prosperity. Jesus walked in knowing who it is that he is. That's prosperity. Jesus walked in a more than enough attitude, a more than enough understanding, a more than enough being. That's prosperity. You understand? Uh, 
I, I understand. I've heard the faith movement. I've heard other movements and whatever it is talk about, you know, having no, they're talking about individual prosperity. I'm not talking about individual prosperity because the Bible says this, that when we came into Christ, we became a new species of being. All those old things were passed away and all things became new. We became one new man. It's a corporate man. So it has to be a corporate prosperity. That's why I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm pouring this into people because I want you to realize as you walk as prosperity, then we are this one. And here it is. We have this strength. We have this authority. We have this power. It is not about one person having. I understand that. Uh, and, and don't throw the prosperity message out. Don't throw any of them out. Learn to learn the parts that you are to keep and then the other parts that you are not to keep. You know, when I was a child, we um, we used to um, go through the red beans. Mother would lay the black eyed peas or the red beans or whatever it is out there. And she'd say, pick out the bad ones. And I'm looking and I'm thinking to myself, why well, would we just wash them all and put them in a pot? But here it is, we would go through and we would look and we would pick it out. We would pick them out and we would pick them out. And as we were doing this, we were ridding ourselves of those things that were going to be harmful or those things that would affect the taste, those things that would affect the whole body, the whole pot of beans, the whole pot of black eyed peas, the whole pot of that. So as I, it's not good enough for me to say, oh, I have enough and enough to give to you. I don't want you, I don't want to give you my leftovers. Look at what Jesus did. Here is where the difference is and what it is that we're talking about and how it is that people say prosperity is having enough that you, that you have enough and then you have enough to give. No, that's not true prosperity. That is not being prosperity. Prosperity is this. I see 5,000 people. I see 100,000 people. I see universal people. Whatever it is that's in my sight that God has given me a Metron to work with. And I'm able to say, have them sit down. Tell them, don't worry about that. The sitting down was the not being concerned. It's not your job to work this thing out. Rest. Have them to rest, have them to sit down and expect. And then calling from your source, your resource, your source, and having it so that you are not by yourself. He didn't do this by himself. He was a, a part of it. But what did he do? He says here, the other people, it's, it's the idea is in you. This is the way it's going. This is the way it's going to work when we have as as we walk in the prosperity, bringing forth the riches and being able to do what it is. Then here, this team is a distributing team. Distribute this out to all of these people. And then after they distributed and after they had everything that they needed, then take up the rest and go ahead. There is leftovers. There is more than enough. Not one time did it say that Jesus ate. 
that Jesus says, I'm hungry. So now I'm going to eat. I'm going to eat, but I'll feed. I'll, I'll, after I eat, I will feed you. Not one time. See, prosperity, true prosperity is this. All oh, my needs are met. I ain't hungry. But I see all of these people out here hungry. So now I'm going to call on the provision, not for me. Not for me. Not for me. I don't have that need. Not for me because I am. But what's in me, who's in me, is enough to pour out and take care of, of those others and them to have leftovers. Not for me to have leftovers. I'm not giving them my leftovers. I'm giving them my best. And as, it, as, as this, this has to be our response, this has to be our mental attitude. This has to be it because otherwise we are living earthbound. Remember I said uh, on our last program that uh, if you see yourself as not enough or not having enough, that means that you are earthbound. I got to work for this. I got to work for it. Now, I'm not saying don't work because I work. I enjoy working. Okay. Um, I work, but I don't work for that because if I work for that, I do not care if I'm making uh, uh, $500,000 a day. It still is not going to be enough for the vision that God has given me to be able to be met. I'm not going to be able to, I, I, I can't work enough in order to make all of those things happen, to be able to meet all the needs uh, of, of every everything and everyone that he has given me the heart to, to meet the needs for. Why is that? Because I'm by myself. I'm by myself. See, this is what the corporate man, the corporate body, the corporate son is about. It's about realizing that I'm an heir. We, I am an heir of God because it is not me by myself. And a joint heir with Jesus, he lives on the inside of me through the power of the Holy Spirit. And when we start to realize that, then we realize I'm enough. I'm more than enough. Because otherwise, that scripture that says greater is the one that's inside of me than anything that is happening on the outside. It's not talking about a fight. I'm not in a fight. He's already won the fight. But greater is the one in me. More, and, and that word greater is wealthier, is more wise, is, 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 is more creative. Greater is the one that's in me. Why is that? Because of the vibrations, because of, 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 of the magnitude of, 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 of uh, 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 his abilities is on the inside of me. The Bible says this, that the spirit of truth that's on the inside of me is going to lead and guide me into all truth. Okay, I'm really working on your mind right now. I thought I was, but your mind has to, uh, uh, ha has to respond correctly. Uh, I have this, I, I mentioned last week that I have the statue that this friend of mine, I'll, I'll tell you the story about this. This friend of mine, I was getting married <clears throat> and the man I was going to marry was white. He still is probably wherever he is. Any rate, and she, uh, they had this, this bridal thing or whatever it is that they have that I really didn't even want to go to, but they said I had to have that done and all that kind of stuff. So I, I did. And so she bought me this statue. 
And when she bought me the statue, I asked her, are you out of your rabbit behind mine? I didn't say it like that, but you probably already know what, how, how I really said it. Why would you give me something like that? That's a slave. And here it is. I'm marrying a white man. Uh, and, and, and then you are going to do this to me? Are you crazy? Look at this statue. <laughs> but what I want you to understand is this, and I'm going to read this to you. This is a cast. This was in Musée uh, uh, or the say Paris. 1827 to 1875, cast from the original mold, unearthed by a senior mold maker at Lorraine. This bust captures the brutality of swaggering, uh, of, of this uh, savaging, ravaging of the human spirit. Artist, uh, the, the man's name, best known for his ability to translate emotion and movement. He recalls the humility of this woman who refuses, now listen to this, to be dispirited as she preserves onward. See, this piece is a tribute to a personal dignity despite the odds. Thank you, Joe Henry. Uh, uh, so what it is is this. This is one of the reasons. It's not because of this. And I asked her, why did you do this? She says, because this is what re you remind me of. No matter what people do to you, it does not take away from you who it is that you are. It, it uh, is a piece that uh, is a tribute to personal dignity. See, and that's what you have to see. I am a dignitary from the inside out. Despite the odds, despite whatever it is that might try to come against me, I know who I am. I am a dignitary. I am precious. I am all of that. I am prosperity. Understand this. If you get this, you will never give a rip. You will never give a tinker stew to what people say about you, how people so-called try to treat you because they're only dealing from their demonic uh, influence. They're only dealing from their lack of abilities, okay? I, I that that was that 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 was it. Our response has to be has to be a kingdom response. Remember, we talked about this before. The Bible says this: if you're going to reign with me, then you're going to have to go through and suffer with me. Well, that suffering with me means you're going to have to learn how to go through stuff without it hanging on to you, without it hanging on to you. Okay, Romans 12, and I'm going to read this part to you. It says, live consistent with who you really are. See, this is really telling it like it is. This is not about who you feel like. This is not about your mama, your daddy, your uncle who raped you, who beat you up, who mistreated you, who left you, your daddy left, your mama left, everybody left. They stripped you. They raped you. They did whatever it was, whether a man. And there are more men, more boys that have been molested. I mean, my God, we talk about all these girls that have been raped and molested or uh, raped. This rape, just erase that word molested. That's just that, that. That's just a political word to be pretty. How they ravished and raped and mistreat a lot of these boys, especially in the church. Okay, uh, uh, especially in congregations and certain uh, uh, denominations and stuff. This was a part of their rituals, just like in the Bible. It talked about 
uh, uh, the, 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 the prostitution temples, the male prostitution temples, the female prostitution temples. They had them all. Ain't nothing changed. It has not changed. It's just become so that uh, uh, we don't accept it or we supposedly don't accept it. So he says this. He says, present yourself, live consistent with who you really are, inspired by the loving kindness of God. He says, uh, uh, people, sons, brothers, uh, 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 the most practical expression of worship is to make your bodies, your bodies available to him. Okay, if my body is available to him, then it's not available to anyone else to misuse. It's not available to feel what it chooses to feel. We have to learn, and it's possible, I'm a doctor in psychology, that's probably the reason that I let you know this, because I don't care what the world system says, I understand what God's system says, and I know all the things that I've gone through, I ain't got no feelings about it at all. I really don't. I mean, you know, it's like I, I uh, the things that I look at when I was a child, I'm looking at what did it take? Remember this woman. Remember this woman. Remember this thing. It says this. It says, best known for his ability to translate. This man translate the emotion and the movement. I uh, here recalls the hum, hum, uh, humanity of this woman who refused to be dispirited. See, and that's what's happened to so many of you. You will never live in the integrity of prosperity of who it is you really are. And it told you right here in Romans 12, it says, live consistent with who you really are. You really are prosperity. Stop acting like something that you're not. Stop acting like the, the, the bottom of the barrel. Stop acting like somebody owes you something. One thing my father let me know when I was a little girl, Bobby, no, no nobody owes you anything. And I am so glad that he did that. I am, you know, when I was a child, I kept wondering, why wasn't my daddy alive? Why didn't my daddy live? Why did my daddy fight to live? Why did he do that? I am not sad at all that my father died. If my father had not have died, I probably would not have gone through all the things that I went through. But it helped to make me the woman that I am today. And I like her. I really do. I like her. Some days I like her more than other days, but one of the things that I know is this, is that it taught me, it taught me something. It taught me that I did not have to accept what it was that people were saying about me. It's what I said about me. It's how I saw me. I mean, growing up all those years ago, and going through all of those things to be sitting here today to have a vision that God had given me in the in the 80s or whatever it was uh, about being on worldwide TV, about being able to help people, help those that were were that that hated me, help those that, that uh, and being able to do it the way that God wants it done. Who? Who could really imagine? He told me all of this was going to happen. But it was one of those things that it just seemed like delay, 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 delay. And then I met this little short uh, 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 Mexican dude named Eddie Maestas through uh, this tall black dude who's my brother, Calvin Cook. And what happened is this. I saw my vision in his vision. Oh, my Lord Jesus. How about that? Here is all of these things. And then I'm seeing all of these other people of different nationalities and stuff. But 
Now we're one nation. One nation in Christ. Not, not one nation under God. With, uh, 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 we are that in America, supposedly. But I'm not talking about that. I'm going higher than that. One nation in Christ. And it is indivisible. You cannot separate us. You cannot separate us. Why is that? Because what God has put together, how can a human tear it apart? It's not happening. Response, how you respond, how you allow yourself to be dispirited will depend, will help you to discern whether you are not enough. And I, I, I just, you know, I want to go on with how it is to do things. But unless your mind is changed, unless there's a renewal in your mind, it says, make your bodies available to him as a living sacrifice, a living sacrifice. What don't you understand about sacrifice? A living sacrifice. That means I'm going to continue to walk through it as people are throwing things at me, as they're throwing eggs, as they're sending me all these messages on Facebook and Facebook and whatever, the uh, uh, messengers and all of these things, which I don't read any of it anyway. But uh, uh, one of my, my mentors a long time ago, one of my, I, I, I traveled with Mike Murdoch and he, and, and they would give him all this mail. And, and one day I was there with him and somebody brought him a piece of mail. And I mean, he, he blew it. He let it be known. Don't you ever, ever let anything get like, get through like this to me. I don't want to see this mess. You deal with it. See, I don't read that. I don't read what other people say about me. I am too busy reading what God has said. So you got to turn your focus sometimes. You got to turn your focus. You got to turn it. You know, you got to realize who it is that God says you are. He says, present it as a living sacrifice. So if it's going to be a sacrifice, you know that there's going to be some cuts. You know that there's going to be some bruises. You know that there's going to be some things that are going to happen to it. This pleases him more than any religious routine that I walk through and I'm not dispirited, that I realize that I come, that I am at a higher vibration, that I am at a higher rhythm, that I am at a, a higher frequency, and I'm operating from that frequency. We talk a lot about frequencies, but are you living in a higher frequency, are you still living in the frequency down here, no matter how deep you are? Well, I know how to exegete this, and I know how to do this, and I know how to do this, and God gave me this word, he gave me this word, he gave me this word, he gave me this word. Well, you haven't dealt with the first word. His gifts and calls are without repentance. He, you can you can go ahead and 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 be in all kinds of mess, all kinds of sin, all kinds of other kind of stuff, and whatever it is, and God will still work through you. Many times He'll still work through you for the for the sake of other people. But it ain't got nothing to do with it. It's not telling you that you're right. It's not telling you that. So you know, it, it's it's not about it's not about self worship. I ain't gonna worship me. I'm not going to worship me. You see, you cannot be a living sacrifice and worship yourself. You cannot be a living sacrifice and you cannot be prosperity if you're worried about what it is somebody else thinks about you or says about you. Because what is it? You're powerless. You're powerless. My God. They said this about you. They said you have this. They said this. They said this. Well, who in the 
the heck is they? I caught myself. <laughs> Who is they? I say this about me. Here's what I say about me. I say this about me. Because I know that I am prosperity. Um, okay, I got a few more minutes here. He, desire, he desires to find visible, individual expression in your person. Why is that? Because there's many parts to the body. And then all of them will come and, and operate as it's supposed to. Here's one of the things we had talked about. Uh, <clears throat> the wealth coming from the ideas and the things, the wealth coming from heaven into earth. What is unseen needs to be in the scene. And he will use the unseen, what's in us, the one that's in us, to bring us together. Today, he, connect, um, he connected me with another person that I did not know. And she and I started to talk. And I know that we're going to, to, to start to, to, to move into areas. Many times what God does is he'll bring other people in because the people that are in your life, uh, are, are not the people that are going to take you into those things. It doesn't mean that all of them are going away, but he's going to have others that are on the same frequency and moving in these dimensions. It's just like Apostle McGee and I. They say he's really crazy, and he is, but we have the same kind of crazy and a lot of things. What is that? We, uh, we refuse not to use the imagination. See, here's the key. Our intellect does not get in the way of imagination. God imagined, he had, he had this picture of what it is that was to be. And so uh, 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 nothing got in the way of that. And that's what he spoke. And this is one of the things, this is one of the things, so many times I'm gonna tell you something because most of the people that watch me are intellectual people. They're very smart people, probably a whole lot smarter than I am, but I don't really care about that. Uh, but don't let your intellect, don't let your self-intellect, don't let yourself be puffed up thinking you are so bright, so smart that you can't learn something. I learned things from my little great-grandbaby. That little girl, I call her Jay Jean, but that's not what her mother and them call her, but they wouldn't name her after me. So I had to help them and I, I, I did it myself. So at any, at any rate, I learned things from her. I learned things from my my my, my other uh, great grandson and my other one and my great grandkids, my grandkids. I learned things from my daughter, uh, Pastor Lonzine, Elaine, Juanito, all of them. Why is that? It's because I have a spirit of humility, which is more powerful than any pride that we can walk into. I'm not kind of like Moses. I am the most humble person I know. That was a joke. Anyway, uh, I, I, I want you to understand, do not let what others think, do not let what others say, do not let what you hear or you uh, project that others are thinking and saying about you, do not allow it to dispirit you. This is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology, letting you know that you are prosperity. If you want to give into this ministry, the information is there on the screen. Please do so. And uh, I will be back next week when I'm really here to tell it like it is. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.